everyone, and welcome back to BoJack Horsepod Presents, Tuka and Bird Pod. Today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 3 of Tuka and Birdie, The Deli Guy. I'm Kirsten McInnes, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? Doing great. This was my favorite episode so far. I really liked yes. this episode a lot. I laughed out loud repeatedly. And I just like I watched the show with my headphones on. So I was just like sitting quietly alone downstairs, just like bursting into laughter periodically. <laughs> just giggling. Yes. Cam is like, what's going on over there? <laughs> like, stop what's, having fun without me. Problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's exactly what I'd be like. Why aren't you paying attention to me? It's exactly. Like, 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 what's happening? The fun. What's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, God. How Literally. are you? Literally. I'm good. I'm just getting into the twilight of a a Big Brother season, getting my life back together. I now have to prioritize actually, like, settling into this apartment because I do truly still have boxes everywhere. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm headed. Who's going to win Big Brother? Make your prediction now. You'll look like a soothsayer. Well, this is going to come up before the finale. Yeah, exactly. Who's going to win? I mean, I'm just praying that Taylor karma continues and that Taylor wins. I'm, I'm refusing to put any other type of energy into the world. It does sound like a pretty good story, even as someone who does not care about Big Brother. I'm well, aware that that would be a good story. <laughs> and, well, and it's getting worse because as recently as like two hours ago, she's been getting gaslit by this horrible man in the house. So Monty? Uh, yeah. That's right. I know things. <laughs> Look at you knowing about Big Brother. This is the most but I've yeah, ever known. So just... I don't know why. I feel like it's all just osmosis through you. I feel like it's what's well, not like I'm talking to you about Big Brother. <laughs> like I feel I yeah. like I feel like I let you live your life like willfully ignorant of Big Brother, which is how it probably should be for most people. That is fair. Yeah. No, I just periodically like pop onto the Twitter, being like, "All right, anything that I need to worry about, Bojack wise." And it's like, oh wow, this girl Taylor is being bullied by racists. But yeah. We're, t- we're, we're getting into Tuke and Birdie. We're having fun. Yes. Did you like Our this episode? Are good. Yeah, this episode was so fun. There's some great laugh out loud moments in this one. Yes, very good. But I I do think before we before we talk about Tuke and Birdie, we've got yes. some very important segments to get to. Yes, especially now that Brian Scally can introduce it and I won't forget ever again. Yeah, come on, Brian Scally. Let us know what we're talking about, which is, of course... <laughs> What time is it right now when we're recording this podcast? What time is it? It is Monday, September 19th, 2022, of course, at 5.31 p.m. in the Pacific time zone. Just moved over to 5.32 <laughs> because in New York it is now 8.32 p.m. on Monday, September 19th. In London it is 1.32 a.m. on Tuesday the 20th. And in Hong Kong it is 8.32 a.m. on Tuesday the 20th. For me... It's a day I get off because Queen Elizabeth is dead. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I did not get the day off. So. Ugh, wow, I can't believe it. And I had a hard time containing my grief, honestly. I know, I like, how are you supposed outlet. to work? How are you supposed to work when you're so sad about the Queen being dead, you know? know? Honestly. There's no Queen of England. Today, there was, like, a procession where they like all were at a church and then they walked to the legislature in Victoria and it was like Mm -hmm. thousands of people. I walked past them and I truly was like, what's going on? And I was like, oh right, the funeral. And someone complained online in the like Victoria rant and rave Facebook group, which is one of my favorite groups that I've ever been a part of. And they were like, 
not ranting about the procession, but ranting about traffic. If there had been an emergency, <laughs> it would have been impossible to get anywhere. And it's because downtown is ruined because of bike lanes. Because that's like 90% of the complaints are about bike lanes. Like, just have no chill. And someone commented, it's once every 70 years. <laughs> Who cares? And I just, I couldn't contain myself. I replied and I was like, I don't think, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think Charles is making it 70 more years. Like, I, I just don't think. going to die at a cool 145. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the oldest man. That would truly be a weekend at Bernie's situation. They, like, taxidermy him. Like, oh, yes, he's still alive. He's <laughs> still here forever because we can't give the people of Victoria another reason to complain. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, everybody, calm down. And so I was like, imagine if you chose to walk or ride a bike instead of driving. And yeah. then the traffic would get better. It's wild. I saw a sign in Toronto when I was there this summer, and it was like, you're not stuck in traffic. You are the traffic. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and, like, sometimes you have to drive. Like, people have to drive sometimes in some places. Sure. Yeah, but of course. But I think maybe my hot take, society shouldn't be built around cars. It's a pretty shocking huh. take. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a hot take. Yeah. But that's yeah. how I feel. Should we get into some holidays for when this podcast is released tomorrow on tuesday september 20th we absolutely should i was like wait we didn't introduce holidays but i guess we were just talking about the funeral so we were still talking about today (laughs) (laughs) and now we talk about tomorrow so today is get ready day which is a day to help communities be prepared for emergencies and disasters because it is apparently emergency preparedness preparedness month wow When I moved to Vancouver, I bought one of those emergency kit, 72-hour kits within a few days of moving here because that's who I am as a person. Always ready for the big one. (laughs) I still don't have one. I think I'm just going to walk towards the sea when it happens and die. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds right. The ocean's going to disappear and I'm going to run towards it. (laughs) (laughs) I have always said that if there's like a zombie apocalypse or something, like I don't stand a chance. I may as well just embrace my fate. Yeah, just I, I'd like to be dead in that situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't that think I have right. it in me to be like a survivor. Yeah. You no. know? Mm-mm. I have no Maybe special skills. <laughs> I have no practical skills, Mm-mm. you know? Like, yeah. I, it would not be good. It's also National Care for Kids Day. No yeah. further information. You're just supposed to care about children today. <laughs> if you have them, only today. Today's the only day you have to care for them. Yeah, it's it seems a little weird to have just one day for it, but I don't know. It is National Fried Rice Day. Okay. How do you feel I about love fried, fried rice. rice? Yeah, okay, good. Delicious. Yeah. I think we both just really like rice. <laughs> yeah, I do love rice. Imagine if I was like, mm, fried rice is disgusting. I mean, listen, I like scrambled eggs. I like rice. I like fried things. I like. Yeah. How could you go wrong? What's not to love? I should make fried rice now that I have a rice It'd be cooker. so good. <laughs> oh, look at that. Damn. We do both really love rice. We do. Yeah. So much. What a dream. It's also National Gibberish Day. Mm. Okay. So I odd. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to, I guess, just like say fake words. It doesn't matter what you say as long as other people can't understand what you're saying. Disavow. I will not be partaking in that. <laughs> yeah. No. Clear communication. Important. Just sounds annoying. We love clear communication. And you know who else loves clear communication? 
IT professionals, and it is their day. National IT no, Professionals it can't Day. Be again, why is everything IT Professionals Day? No, it's always uh, like Web Security Day. True. Come on. Oh my god. And and like... this one is the third Tuesday in September, so we for sure talked about it last year. Okay, well, if we were doing holidays already, were we? Uh, who we remembers? IT Professional Day. Like, I feel like IT Security Day is also an IT Professional Day. All of these things. They're getting a lot of days by proxy. Every day is IT Professionals Day if you have a computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair. (laughs) I don't know. It's a National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Yeah, okay. Weirdly, the picture is of a pizza with more than just pepperoni on it. Do you like pepperoni? I mean, it's fine. Hmm. I like (laughs) There's a vegan pepperoni at Panago that's pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, not something I would get on my pizza, probably, if I was choosing. Fair enough, fair enough. Do you like how many holidays I'm giving you today? I really want to get to all of them, because they kind of all made me laugh in unique ways. <laughs> Good, yeah, keep going. It's National Punch Day. Not like punching someone, like juice. <laughs> okay, that's an important distinction. Well, I guess it's more like an alcoholic drink. Yeah, okay, well... How do you feel about punch? I feel like they're often only okay. I feel like punch is like you want to get drunk and you don't want to know anything <laughs> else, you know? Uh, you just want the sugar. So a lot of people believe that the word punch comes from the Hindi word panch or panch, which means five. And so it used to have five ingredients. <laughs> just like a Spirits, <laughs> lem- lemon or limes, sugar, water, and tea or spices. And it came originally from India. We learned something new today. Yeah, first and foremost. Really makes you think. Really makes you think. Also, I just received breaking news on the podcast. I just received a text from Hazel where it concludes with, send my regards to KM. That's you. (laughs) Thanks for your regards, Hazel. That's so formal. And then she said, M? That's right, isn't it? (laughs) It is right. That is correct. It's National String Cheese Day. Okay. Yep. Do you like string cheese? Sure do. I like the marble ones because I'm Mm -hmm. a child. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to eat that. And okay, here's the last one. The one that I was most excited about because it like it truly should have more information, but there's no more information. It's just take a loved one to the doctor day. Oh, God. So I guess it's like you just drive someone you love to the doctor today for no reason. It doesn't say any, anything about why. don't need to have why. an ailment. Like, who paid for that to be a holiday is what I would like to know. I saw that and I was like, pardon me. I need a day off work so I can take my loved one to the doctor. Wow. Crazy. Shocking stuff. I also have the day off work tomorrow. True. Because mm. I was already supposed to have today off as my regular day off. Right. And then the government was like... Now you get another day off. And I was like, yes, please. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that very much. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty great. Mm-hmm. Wow. So take a loved one to the doctor. All right. That feels like it's intended for people who are in relationships with men because they don't like going to the doctor. Yeah. If anyone has been on the fence about if someone they love needs to go to the doctor, let this be your warning to take them in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't warning. <laughs> I, I listen. I don't know. Anyways, back to Tuca and Bernie. <laughs> okay, so this episode, the synopsis for this episode says, while Tuca is out on a hot date with her crush, Bernie tries to spice things up at home with a little bird porn. <laughs> I was very excited just based on the premise. I thought this was probably going to be pretty funny, and I think hands down, funniest one we've watched yet. 
Very good. So fun. There's, yeah, this episode's ridiculous. It was funny. It was real. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are so a couple good. moments in here where I felt like Cam made me laugh too hard, which suggested to me that he was making fun of me. But we'll get to those. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Incredible. Okay. Oh, my God. So at the start of the episode... 2K is taking Birdie to the deli to see her crush, who is Deli Guy. Mm-hmm. And Birdie is doing the absolute most as a supportive girlfriend of, like, totally editorializing their happily ever after before she's ever seen this man. Yeah, talking about, like, sexual fantasies. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a lot. And this was the first moment where I was like, oh, God, like, the first Birdie Lindsay connection moment of the episode where he's like, he was like, uh, maybe he'll whisk you away on his motorcycle, which he always drives within five miles of the speed limit. <laughs> it's like and they're wearing uh, helmets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, and you'll go off and be in an isolated community that's not too far from a hospital, and you two will meet at the intersection of passion and safety. <laughs> The intersection of passion and safety is somewhere <laughs> I would like to be. I'm sure that's where you prefer to be. At Bernie all times. prefers to be there. <laughs> Tuka, not so much. Not so much, yeah, no. And she responds to Bertie's description of this fantasy by being like, Wow, you're horny as shit. <laughs> I mean, obviously she is. I feel like I feel like I don't really talk to my friends about how horny they are. Absolutely not. Truly never. Like it, like, I guess sometimes it comes up, but not, like, really. Mm-mm. Recently, a friend messaged me and was like, I have hooked up with someone for the first time in, like, two years. And I was like, yes, get it! <laughs> but, like, I wasn't like, tell me everything. Yeah, and also, beforehand, you probably weren't like, mm, must be getting pretty thirsty over there, huh? Yeah, I, I would never. <laughs> I would simply never. Truly never. <laughs> oh, man. And so this is where we find out that since Speckle moved in, Bertie and Speckle have a very specific way that their intimacy has gone. You know, Speckle will come in, he will drop his keys, he'll say, oh, they will make out for exactly two minutes before he grabs her left breast. <laughs> Excellent and choice then, of poop. That's the one that ran away, I think. <laughs> just the one that ran away. So that's like Tuga's friend. And then they do like missionary and then I think, was there a little doggy style in there? I can't even remember. Yeah, it was like quick missionary, quick doggy, even quicker missionary. <laughs> yes. go to sleep. <laughs> and then they go to sleep. Which, like, listen, it could be worse, Birdie. Yeah. Yeah. It could be better, but it could be worse. She has a little, like, moment in there where she's like, and then I go get the condom and I think about maybe going back on birth control. And then I say, no, because it makes me crazy. Relatable. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tuka tells her they should try the woodpecker. It's not what it sounds like. It's worse. And I, I, I did not interrogate what that could mean. I was like, I don't want to know. Yeah, I think that was the right call. I didn't yeah. interrogate it either. Good word. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but so we, they, they then get into the actual deli and we see deli guy who's a monkey and he's like super chill and he's like calling out the numbers and he's giving people orders and they've got pickles <laughs> and we, we can see this a very cool guy that Tuka would be interested in. Yeah, and Birdie's like, he's reckless and has no spatial awareness, which means he is perfect for you. And they're, they got a lot of chemistry. In, th- in principle. Like, <laughs> fingers touch. Mm-hmm. And her skeleton leaps out of her body. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, really good. I really loved Birdie being like, she like gathers up the skeleton and she goes up to the deli guy and she's like, bonjour. <laughs> Bones. So many. <laughs> I, I liked when the dog being walked by <laughs> a dog tried to take one of the bones and she's like, no. Yes. <laughs> Very good. We got a little montage in there too of like Tuca historically has had no problem kissing people. And I went back and watched this a second time with Cam. And that was when I noticed that like, we will find out why she was so stressed out about this date going forward. Yes. But watching back the montage, it was like, oh, and she's also getting pretty drunk every time she's kissing yeah, these people. Every time she's kissing someone, she literally pours back a whole drink and mm-hmm. then like does it. So it's, you know, not the same as asking someone out during the daytime in a deli. It's not, it's yes. not the same. I had a hard time telling that this monkey was even like an adult. Like I really like <laughs> was getting teenager vibes. And then I was mm-hmm. like, I think this is maybe one of those, like, eternal youth type people kind of like Tuca is. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I feel like the monkey looked younger than her. Yeah, he's in a hoodie and a hat. Is his hat forward? I think his hat is forward. But, like, yeah, definitely has this youthful vibe where I think we're supposed to just trust that he's an adult. But uh, he seems young, for sure. Yeah, he seems young. But, like, not inappropriately young. No. Just for the record. Yeah, to be clear. (laughs) Seems age appropriate. Yes. And so Birdie is like, hey, my friend wanted your number. And he's like, oh, no, I don't like deliver. I don't do delivery. And she's like, no, 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 like to go out. And he's like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, here's my number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. Just instantly hands it over. I mean, Tuka's hot. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. Is this the move? Like, let's go back into a hypothetical scenario where you are not dating anyone and you tell me that you like someone and then you get real nervous about encountering them. And then I'm like, sorry about my friend. She wants your number. I feel like that'd be like, I don't think you'd be super happy with me. Yeah, I don't think I would love that. But if <laughs> is this a hypothetical where all of my bones love my body? Because like, maybe that's different. Maybe in that situation, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I, I don't think this is the move at all. I think that it is a, it's an overstep. Like, let Tuca, you know, go to the deli more and get to mm-hmm. know the guy more and ask out, ask him out like herself. Like he's taking like the mom friend thing a little too far. Agreed. I would not be happy about this. <laughs> Brady goes home at the end of the day. She's looking up different mating dances to do to turn on Speckle. It's so funny. It's the first one that she clicks on is at this weird like flapper video of this bird doing the Charleston. You know, it's a lizard, right? And it's like it called yeah. the body boudoir. It's so much. It was so funny. And she's like, I don't know about this one. Yeah, but it's fine because Speckle comes home and like literally he puts his jacket, drops the keys, like everything is going very according to plan. And Birdie is, she's had enough. She wants a more exciting sex life. And she's like, let's try something different. What about role play? And Speckle's like, okay, well, like, should we talk about it? Like, make up a safe word? Like, you know, all of that. This whole exchange was so funny. Because we also get this, like, weird British girl who's narrating it in the background as if it's, like, some sort of mating dance, which is pretty funny. Like a nature documentary, I guess. But I love Birdie being like, should we try something different tonight? And he just looks so confused and grabs her right boob instead. (laughs) Like, Like, so she's like, no, 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 let's just jump into it. We don't need a safe word. Like, it's fine. And just warm potato because hot potato is too sexy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he's not wrong. Okay. (laughs) We love a hot potato around here. We love hot potatoes. Honestly, warm potato could get it too. (laughs) Uh, 
But so Speckle's like, okay, like, let's do it. He tells her to, like, bend over. He starts spanking her. He calls her a bad girl. And it's like, obviously, Birdie probably has more of, like, a praise kink than anything else. And she's like, but, but I'm a good girl. And she's, like, cry- she starts crying. And he's like, oh, my God, no, 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 come here, come here, come here. <laughs> this is the moment where Cam was dying when she just goes, but I'm a good bird. And he was laughing so hard that I was like, how dare you? And he's like, that's you. <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lindsay exposing her sexual preferences live on <laughs> I think just exposing all of my insecurities. <laughs> Like, no, but I'm but a I'm good, good girl. I'm good. But yeah, no, Speckles just repeatedly like, warm potato, warm potato. Yeah, he's done. He's he's done with it. They're like, you know what? Maybe we jumped into this too quickly. Like, let's do it the usual way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Birdie's like, Rrr. Yes. She goes to the drawer to get condoms and everything in there. So funny. It's like a common sutra, reasonable dildo, sensible glide. <laughs> And also the business card from Pastry Pete. Why is that with all of your sex stuff, Birdie? Yeah. Weird association. Feels very telling. And also she's like, I should really just call him. He's like taking up space in my brain like some kind of sexy tumor. <laughs> Not good. I've re- it's just like a lot. It's so funny. And hidden. So like it seems like seems like she didn't tell Speckle about this. Yes, I I think that she has been keeping that to herself. I watched this episode with Josh, and he also laughed really hard at this, this whole section. Don't don't worry, don't Good. don't take it personally, Lindsay. <laughs> We're both just two birdies living our lives, just doing our best, just trying our best. We're good. So. <laughs> Birdie's at I the, listen the, the wiki says it's a library but I really thought that they were at a bookstore I think it's a bookstore because at one point they're yeah. like go ring up this book for Birdie about how to have sex yeah 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 so I think the Tukin Birdie wiki is like not reliable just for the record mm-hmm. sorry if the creator is listening and so Birdie like so Tuka is looking at like an architecture and like anthropology type book it's called like the complete she's... history of european farm equipment oh yeah she's like oh yeah rotate those crops like loving yeah. it i and... love how she said that she's like get it you're rotate those crops yeah so funny <laughs> and so Bertie sneaks away into the sex book section and she's looking at a book called hot sex for agreeable people uh-huh. one of the other options she looks at is how to be a slutty dum-dum <laughs> Listen, we've all been looking for the answers to that, okay? <laughs> it's, it's not easy when you're not a slutty dum-dum. I feel like you have a lot of information on that from your other podcast feed. It's like, why am I burdened with knowledge? <laughs> you're crossed to bear. I really feel like, you know, just being dumb, like you're, like you just like glide through life. Mm-hmm. I listened to an episode of the podcast. It's become a whole thing this past week. And they had Reb on, who is a lawyer on TikTok, who posts a lot of, like, funny court transcripts. And she's just, like, very smart and funny. She takes down stupid people. And she talked about a scene from Love Island, UK, which is very famous. I think I showed it to you, but, like, the girl who doesn't know what a country, continent, county is oh god okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna send you this clip after because it's a very funny clip and she's like i just want to go through life the way that girl goes through life like she just seemed so happy you know (laughs) but 
Just like not having to know things. Not burdened by information. Yeah, Haley from Love Island UK season three. And she's like learning about Brexit. And she is like, what's a country? What's a county? Well, I live in Essex. That's a country. And they're like, no, that's a county. (laughs) So close. And they're like, so it's like the United Kingdom. Like if you're going, like you could still be in the same, like you'd be in a different country, but you'd still be in the United Kingdom. She's like, like Spain. And they're like, no, Spain's in Europe. Like it's just... (laughs) A lot of that. Yeah. Oh, God. So funny. Sounds exhausting. It's great. And she has a, just a wonderful accent, too. She's like, <laughs> it's like that's who I wish I was. She doesn't need uh, this book. No. She doesn't <laughs> need this book. So Bertie is really pushing, like, what are you and Deli Guy going to do? Like, what's going on? And Tuca's, like, clearly uncomfortable. And is like, how about I third wheel you two? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't seem like she is ready for this. She seems very nervous. And, yeah, yeah. it's very unlike her. And Bertie's like, oh, you're nervous. That must mean you really like him. Like, you need to call him. And it's like, or you could be like, Tuka, why are you nervous? Like, is there mm-hmm. anything I can do? Like, it's wild how so much of friendship is asking questions. Honestly, yeah. And not making all these assumptions. Like, she spends the whole episode making assumptions about Tuka's feelings instead of just asking her how she's feeling. And Tuka's trying to communicate. And she's just like misinterpreting everything being like cute like oh my god you're so nervous and she's like no I'm like trying to tell you that I am struggling that like I'm not ready for this Mm mm-hmm yeah so Tuka decides to go on a date and they're gonna go to the 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 worm yeah glowworm exhibit or something the glowworm exhibit and then the amusement park which were Bertie's two suggestions they're gonna do both of them it seems like a jam-packed date to be honest yeah one or the other seems like enough more than enough Mm-hmm. But Tuka's trying to figure out what to wear, and her mirror starts being a real asshole to her, and it turns out it's the Mean Mirror Company. <laughs> yeah, she the mirror is criticizing her legs, criticizing the size of her beak. It shows Tuka in various spots around the house trying to, like, saw off her beak and then thinking better of it. <sighs> yes, finally she uses beak concealer, which works. It makes her whole beak disappear, but then she yeah. wipes it off. Yeah, the mirror's like, yeah, cake that shit on. <laughs> like, so rude. So horrible mirror. Why would anybody want a mean mirror? Mm-mm. And then there's like a flash to like the company, and it's like the daughter of the company's like, what if we made the mirrors be nice? And I'm like, no, shut up. Like, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then she looks around to her mirror, and the mirror like gives her a thumbs up, like, you're doing amazing. <laughs> I thought it flipped her off. <laughs> Oh, is that what it did? Oh, I thought it was being nice to her. Yeah. You know I can't see. (laughs) Oh, that's (laughs) so sad. I thought she had, like, made a nice mirror for herself. Yeah, poor Carol. Oh, I'm going to choose to perceive that that's what happened. Oh, I can't see. Yours is nicer. Yeah, I'm taking the nice one. I think that's a better piece of the story anyways. Agreed. So then we have Birdie is at work. And she starts flipping through her planner to show that mm-hmm. she's the exact same day every day for the rest of her life. And then finally she keeps flipping and then it's like, dead. And then the next page it's like, first day of the afterlife. And it's the exact same day <laughs> again. It's so bad. And she's like, to the point where in her book it's like, sweet, sweet death. Comes at like yeah. 2 p.m. on a work day. It seems tough. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. And she's reading the sex book at work. Super inappropriate. Yeah, don't read the no sex book No wonder she's work. having, yeah, listen, no wonder she's having to work late every night if she's spending her daytime <laughs> reading a sex book. Yeah, I mean, like, setting aside the fact it's kind of inappropriate. You also don't want your people walking in on you reading that. Yeah, very uncomfortable. But mm. the first thing it suggests is that you should watch porn with your partner to get to know their desires. 
So Tuka goes on her date with Deli Guy, and she has, like, a lot of makeup on, and she has a parasol and a big hat, and she, like, swings into the subway and then, like, immediately loses her hat and parasol. <laughs> it's like, wow, a sweet entrance. So good. And it seems clear, like, Deli Guy and, and Tuka actually have a lot in common. Like, he wants a drawer full of cold cuts, which Tuka has literally made last episode yeah yeah no this is so cute where like he tries to roll with everything she's doing where she is super late and he's like yeah i mean it's totally fine i was also super late and they just have all these things in common and her hand is super sweaty when he tries to hold it that's just a lot going on here poor tuca yeah like he he's interested and trying to be romantic but she's just very nervous yeah feel bad for her she seems so vulnerable because she's like trying to be fun and herself and obviously she loves this cold cut idea but she's just like no it's bad i don't like it yeah she's she's self-sabotaging because she's Mm -hmm. nervous they go into the glowworm cave which is it's too romantic so she has to turn on the light and then we find out that the the glowworms are one of the most horrifying things i've ever seen in my entire life they're so bad they're so they're so scary yeah it's really bad and then it's like all the people are screaming like ah no blah blah and it's like the same as when we got the flashbacks to birdie's left boob at the water park it's the same (laughs) energy and i think that those worms are much scarier than a left boob absolutely yes and everyone's just freaking out and like there's a security guard running around it's like oh god they've seen the truth but everyone just chills out as soon as the lights get shut off yeah, everyone's like, okay, never mind. Ooh, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> There's like an alarm. They've seen it. Code red. They've seen the truth. <laughs> so scary. So they then go to the amusement park and Deli Dude like has like a stuffed banana, which I think Tuka probably won for him or maybe he won for her. <laughs> they go on the gut scrambler and Tuka is like, again, so uncomfortable. And she just is like, you know what? I'm going to start flashing my boobs at everyone and at Deli Guy, which I was like, oh my God. It's like, yeah. they've, I feel like they've taken like a super relatable feeling and just like because it's a cartoon and they can, like, may, taken it like to the furthest path of inappropriateness that they can. And it just, like, I just felt so bad for Tuka the whole time. Yeah, it's really bad because she's like, it just feels like she is trying to be like, normally this is so easy for me and I'm able to just like get people to be really attracted to me and I end up going home with people. Why am I so nervous? So she's like swinging all the way in the other direction and is being like, they want to do it and like does finger guns and stuff. And it's like, no, this is not, this isn't the right thing to do. And he gets very alarmed by this. He's like, okay, you've been super weird all night. <laughs> Yeah, he's, she's, he's like, what is going on with you? And she's like, ugh, I just can't be in a relationship right now. She jumps off the moving ride and runs to the subway to go home. And she's very mm-hmm. upset. Yeah, very sad. So while all this is going on, Birdie is a homeless Beckle trying to learn more about him. So <laughs> she's like, we'll watch porn together. She's like, let me see what kind of porn you like. And he's like, this feels like a trap. <laughs> Yeah, very funny line also. And then he's just like, okay, well, like, this is really vulnerable, but here it is. And it's this couple that's exactly like them. And they're like, oh, I'm here to move in to the point where the guy bird has a picture of his own face. (laughs) Yeah, literally. And then it's just like two birds that are blue that are like Mm -hmm. the man is very muscular. It's like, I'm your boyfriend here to move in with you. And they have respectful missionary sex, which like, listen, 
no matter what type of sex you're having, your partner should respect you. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really like this portrayal of like, oh, yes, if he really so loves respectful. you, like, he can only come when he's looking you in the eye, you know? Like, it's like, well, I think, like, people can just, like, like the sex they like and, like, you should have a partner that respects you so that yeah, you can feel safe. If it's consensual and respectful, it must be bad and boring. It's like, no, in fact, it should be other things. Well, and uh, also, like, stop making fun of missionary. You know what? <laughs> There's a reason why it's a go-to for so many people. <laughs> classic like if it um, felt bad people wouldn't do it <laughs> it's a great point also love from speckle when he just goes oh, i'm sorry she's blue <laughs> yeah he's like so concerned that she's gonna be upset that they're bluebirds mm-hmm. yeah it's also very funny that like all their dialogue in this is great where it's like my only regret is that we didn't move in together sooner i love that you can be honest with me it's so much. Oh my god! It's literally so much. So after they and they watch the whole porn, and then at the end, there's like a screen that's like, "Congratulations! No one has ever finished a porn before." <laughs> so good. I laughed so really much. hard. <laughs> and so then, Birdie's. They're like, "Okay, well, Birdie, like now you show me what turns you on, and what turns her on is a like three-hour like historical romance called The Nests of Netherfield, which is like." <laughs> obviously pride and prejudice inspired but they watch it for three hours it's like three hours later and then like the couple has like a very chaste kiss on the lips like a pe- simply a peck and yeah. that's it it's like so you want me to ignore you for 15 years and give you a peck on the beak and she's like oh my god no it's about desire she's like i want to be surprised and mm-hmm. desired and it's like it's wild like you could have said those things you know mm-hmm. well before you got to this point but Speckle, like Speckles falls asleep and then Birdie watches like another movie that's like the exact same thing. Like she's like <laughs> sensible migration. <laughs> yeah, she's she's horned up for this all of this Jane Austen esque bird drama. Yeah, like after the little peck on the beak, she literally bursts into flame and goes like, "It's so hot." She loves yeah. this. She loves it so much, <laughs> and she's like she she like has like amped herself up enough that she's actually going to call pastry peach she has her phone out she has the mm-hmm. business card she like takes a bite of it and it's like oh my god like <laughs> so this is amazing i love her little thing where she's pretending what she's gonna say and she's like okay he's gonna be fine i'm gonna be totally cool and i'll be like what if we bake together hit me up hit me up hit me up <laughs> she's like god i'm so cool when i'm alone yeah. she's like why am i so much cooler when i'm alone and i'm like oh birdie so cute <laughs> adorable yeah but she can't even fully call which like it's obviously like the middle of the night so it's not an appropriate time to make this call anyways yeah call and ask about baking it's like no this definitely seems like a booty call literally but she doesn't even get to press dial because she hears tuca moaning and she's like oh is that like a good moan or a sad moan and tuca's (laughs) like it's a sad moan yeah as her former roommate she knows right off the bat she's like this is not her sex moan (laughs) Yeah, really familiar like, oh man so that was so awkward but so Bertie climbs up the fire escape even though she's scared of heights which also josh laughed really hard at her being a bird that's afraid of heights <laughs> she's also sitting very dangerously for someone who's scared of heights like she puts her feet over and then like leans out like she's holding onto the rails but she's still leaning and that was troubling i don't know this is how they sit on their fire escapes i guess yeah and so she goes to check on Tuka, and Tuka lets her know that she screwed up the date really bad. And I was like, this is the first time I've ever been sober on a date. Like, I do not know how to act with people when I'm not drunk. Like, I don't even know Deli Guy's name. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and this is like this is exactly what I said last week, where I was hoping we would get some deeper stuff out of Tuka, and this is exactly what I was hoping for, where she's revealing this backstory of I have just recently gotten sober, and I have literally never gone out with someone sober before, and that's a big deal. It's nice to get this from her. Birdie recognizes that she was misreading all of Tuka's, you know, signals, and she's really Mm. sorry, and... I was caught up in my own issues. Like, I, I'm really, really sorry for pushing you. And then Birdie reveals that the sex book did not work. She doesn't know what her <laughs> issue is because she loves Beckles. She has a good job, but, like, she's not happy in her life. She doesn't know what she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I mean, just looking back on the texting that was happening between them, Tuco is being like, oh, I'm freaking out about this. And Birdie was hearing it as, I'm freaking out because I'm so excited or something. Yeah. I assume. I didn't really... I really felt like Birdie was not trying to understand Tuka. Yeah, she just, like, is not feeling satisfied in her life, so she just wants to believe that, like, everything is great in Tuka's life. Yeah, and it feels like she's kind of not fully present for either thing. This is literally while they're still watching Speckles porn that she's texting yeah. Tuka, so it doesn't feel like she's very engaged in either one, so. I mean, to be fair, Speckles porn did not seem very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> not good. I love that you can be honest with me. Which, like, it's a good thing to want, but, like, to be sexually attracted, like, listen, there's a lot to unpack here. But Tuka flashes her boobs on the, mm-hmm. off the fire escape, and Birdie laughs, like, so it's a really cute little friendship moment. They're, they're back on good terms. I'm really liking that so far the show has shown, like, conflict with Tuka and Birdie, but it's always been getting resolved, and that they really care mm-hmm. about each other is, like, the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I it feels it's... like feels like very believable conflict where they know each other so well that they kind of know each other's patterns and they are going to have moments where they're going to have these little arguments, but they still ultimately have each other's backs. And I feel like the show has done a good job so far of being like, yeah, they have so much history together that, of course, they're going to have conflicts, but that history is also going to make them resolve it pretty quickly. Yes, exactly. And it's all grounded in their friendship for each other. So then we get at the end of the episode, it is Birdie running late for work and Speckle has made a series of nests with little notes in it and has created the nests of Netherfield and they make passionate love together. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My favorite line from all of this. Actually, I have two. One is where she sees the first nest and goes, are those pubes? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, Shocking that's a lot stuff. of pubes. Oh my God. Yeah, and then she's really worried about the neighbors seeing her butt, and he goes, your posterior is marvelous, and the whole kingdom shalleth see it. Yeah, she's in her towel, and he, like, pushes it up, and then when they finally start, like, hooking up, she, like, pulls the towel down over her butt before they (laughs) start. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So cute. But yeah, so he, he actually was paying attention to the movie, and he, he tried to do something for her to make things more exciting. It felt very much like me and Cam when he goes, he had brought out ice cream to convey that time had passed and he has a note on it that says, don't worry, I'll put this away. <laughs> yeah, very cute. Mm-hmm. Then we do get a post credit scene. It's Deli Guy on the Gut Scrambler with the big Jamaican banana stuffed animal <laughs> and kisses the stuffed animal. Yeah. Happy I ending really for him, I guess. That's supposed to mean, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, it's fine. The other thing is I did forget to mention that Speckle's porn that he likes is called Two Birds, One Nest. <laughs> True. Truly horrifying stuff. Yeah, very troubling. 
Very not okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was a really fun one. We have no emails about this, but I'm sure people will write in eventually. And one day I'll even tweet out that we're doing it and put out some new graphics, which I am working on, but like, I'm just so tired. Yeah, fair. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. I'm just so tired. I just checked the form thinking maybe people would have sent things in, but nothing there either. So, of course, feedback there. So, that's okay. Would love to hear if people are watching Duke and Birdie along with us. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're just doing this for ourselves, like that's also fine. <laughs> but I'm sure yeah. there's people listening along, so would love yeah. to hear from you all. Mm-hmm. Yes, we also got a new patron this week, so shout Welcome. out to Abby. Hello. Thanks, Abby. And shout out to all the horse girls and the patrons of BoJack Horse Pod. And if you want to become a patron, that is something that you're able to do at patreon.com slash BoJack Horse Pod. And we welcome any and all horse girls who mm-hmm. have a, a few spare dollars and, and take the plunge. That's right. Yeah. Hell yeah. You'll get to this hear month, from Chappelle. <laughs> yes. This month we're going to talk to Chappelle about Never Have I Ever. It's going to be really fun. And I highly recommend that. It hasn't happened yet for us, but I already know it's going to be amazing because it's us and Chappelle. So, what a dream. Lindsay, is there anything else? I feel like that's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. Amazing. If people would like to hear more from Lindsay, you can hear her talking about Futurama on the podcast of tomorrow, as well as the back catalog of the What We Do in the Shadows post show recap with grace leader which i have now seen my first episode of what we what? do in the shadows it was not the first episode so like i've definitely gotten some spoilers but okay. it's funny <laughs> it's pretty funny so go check that out if you'd like to hear from me i am every week over on mess magnets on rob has a podcast talking about pop culture trending topics love gossip really fun time and anything else i do will be posted on my twitter at kirsten said what which is my handle for everything where you can follow me including on twitch.tv slash kirsten said what we will be back next week to talk about season one episode four of two and birdie the sex bugs see you then bye